episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Gym Aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where Gym Aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. Hey guys, Evan from Jimaway. We're really happy to be supporting Coach Tomato's podcast series once again. For those that don't know, our main product is Jimaway. It's the gold standard for measuring performance and implementing velocity-based training in the weight room. It excels in busy team training environments, and for many coaches, it's the Swiss Army knife of their toolkit. The Jimaway is used for athlete profiling, jump testing, fatigue monitoring, and for listing within velocity zones. The system provides real-time feedback on individual targets, plus it's got an impressive range of leaderboards. Now, for those that are after a VBT device that's affordable, for the individual and for smaller groups, we recently released our new laser-based product, Flex. Importantly, it's been independently validated and proven to be both accurate and reliable. So if you're interested in either product, or you wanna learn more about the velocity-based training and how it can help you as a coach, Check out our website or contact us directly. So in the meantime, we trust you enjoy the Coach DeMayo's podcast, Outside the Rack. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 86th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're just going to try to dive a little deeper in the minds of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance, to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined by the Assistant Athletic Director for Applied Health and Performance Science at Penn State University, Dr. Josh Nelson. Nelly, thanks for being with us today, buddy. Coach, man, I appreciate you having me. It's always great to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're doing great. It's great to see you, man. I'm glad that things are good up there at State College and all the things that you know we get to catch up on here. But before we get too deep into this, brother, who is Dr. Nelson? Oh, man, that's... Uh... That's a deep question, but I, I tell you, you know what I think I am? I think I'm a learner. I think I'm a teacher. Bottom line, you know, I, family guy, not too um, overly complex, but uh, right now I'm, I'm working at Penn State. I get to work with an awesome crew, a lot of different sports, learn something new every day, man. So who am I? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really lucky guy. I think that, man. It's a great spot up there, and it's, I think that that's, been a fun challenge for you in a sense of being able to like expand out into all of the different buckets into such a big department it's it's been really awesome because we've been able to um, integrate with a lot of different programs not just sports programs but you know in the in the past 18 months that I've been here um, Penn State is massive I should say we have 20 Commonwealth universities around the state, obviously here at University Park, but there's expertise all over the state. And we've really worked to bridge the gap there with what we're calling performance school, 
Um, we've linked different academic units to what we're doing. We have a small staff, we really do, but just kind of leaning on those different groups across campus and across the state, it's really helped us with our internship program. And, you know, selfishly, it's, I learn something new every day. And then obviously we have fantastic coaches from our football program to our basketballs, to all of our Olympic sport programs. And, and our admin, admin staff has been amazing as well. So talk about a learning experience, man. It's been, it's been unbelievable. Yeah, man. And I think that one thing that's really cool is, is you came from a spot where that was all built and you were really there through most of the building process when it came to the, you know, the, the reputation now that Baylor has grown to have when it comes to the performance side of, of the department to coming in and having a foundation with what was there before with what Dave had done and the people before him and really been able to expand out through all these things. But with those developmental processes come a ton of aha moments. So if you wouldn't mind, describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career. Definitely. You know, I think I'll use a recent one. Um, you know, oftentimes, uh, I don't know if it's one, but it's a series of these events that I'll use. But um, I, I sit in a lot of meetings now, and oftentimes I... There are meetings that I'm not the expert in. You know, I have expertise and experience in my area, but when I walk into a room full of people that are elite, I'm not the, the alpha in that room. So for me, a big thing that um, was an epiphany was just knowing when to know my place and knowing when not to say anything. And I know that's not really sexy, but... Uh, you know, in some of the administrative side of, of collegiate sports and especially on the academic side, when you link the two together, there's times when when silence and not saying anything is more powerful than even having an opinion. So for me, one thing that's been an epiphany is just knowing my place and knowing what I know, knowing what I do not know, and really trying to learn in, in those situations. It's an old wrestling fan i always go back and think that the rock was right man sometimes you just got to know your role and shut your mouth he That's didn't right. quite say it that nice yeah. but uh it, it's it's crazy you know i think that especially younger practitioners and i i don't want to speak for both of us but i can definitely speak for myself there's a lot of times where i look back and i'm like holy mackerel what was i thinking why didn't i just sit in that movie in that meeting just listen walk away, absorb it, instead of piping in and making a fool of myself. And I, I feel the same way. And, and even, I mean, we're always combating that internally is, um, you know, you, we, we have bias. We have things that we're good at. We have an opinion, a set of values. And it's really easy to be holding true to that. And that's what makes us great. You have to have a set of values and things that you believe in. But I think if you just always kind of try to be a learner, um, being open is something that, that helps you be a learner. Um, but, but for me, the biggest learning experience that I've had here so far is just being able to be still and listen and learn. So much power to it, man. So much to it. Because it's like, it's so easy to like, just sit here and run back to like, what? we feel safe with right what we're remembering like has worked for us in the past but it's 
if it's a new spot or a new coach or a new team or even just a new group of kids, like a new group of freshmen, just because it worked in the past doesn't mean it's always going to. Yeah, exactly. Think about, uh, use a football example. There's so many different ways uh, to win a football game, you know? Same thing with basketball. There's so many different offensive and defensive schemes that I can subscribe to. I have to be really steadfast in what I believe in, and I need to develop my personnel within that system. But that doesn't mean that someone else can't run a different system better. So I need to be able to understand all different schemes, how they fit together. And then the more I learn, the more I realize that there's more to even learn over time. No doubt, man. No doubt. But in order to get through those learning processes, you got to be amazing. I mean, even just the fact that you changed your first name, you have to be a person that's willing to ask questions. But if Dr. Nelson could ask one question and he knows he's going to get the answer to it, what would that question be and why? Yeah, definitely. So since, since I've been here, I've been just completely absorbed with learning about different types of systems, not just within sport, but just how things operate together and how sometimes that systems, um, you know, simple one plus one putting things together don't always equal two. you know, it may be more, maybe less. But the question I would ask is how you develop a system that different groups of people or different groups of components can operate together to, to produce something that's moving us forward. So for a sports sense, it may be, hey, we have, a, we have a group here within a team or within a university like a department like mine. How do we get all departments and people communicating, talking with one another? And then how do you push that information without stepping on one another's toes? So when you get it to the decision maker, the person that needs to make the call, they get that unbiased opinion. Here's, here's detailed information here, here, and here. So the question I would propose would how do we optimize our systems within sport to pr produce positive results? And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people look at and they say they want to do, but they don't understand the complexity of crossing disciplines and how, whether we mean to or not, our agendas and our biases are so interwoven into what those visualizations or those data points are that it really challenges the, it almost moves it more subjective than objective. Agree. And I, and I think there's room to have personal values and, and personal biases. We have that, but I think we just have to recognize, you know, that they exist. And once we recognize it and we make them known, then we can really work to understand really what's going on. Different people refer to that as just seeking truth. What is the actual truth of that's going on? And then that helps me take my blinders off and I see it what it is and it's not what I perceive it to be. Yeah. And that's it's kind of the million dollar answer, right? To find, you know, we all talk about we're trying to find like this holy grail type thing when it comes to training but if you can't take those blinders off all you're going to see is what you want to see yeah 100 that makes it tough but listen man as you're digging through all this and you're working across campuses and you're building these programs and you're putting out great content it comes to not just educating your student athletes but also educating coaches out there 
eventually Nelly's got to take a breath, man. So what's your escape, buddy? Hey, man. You know, I, I don't really have too many hobbies. I, I go home and I, I hang out with my family. I got an amazing wife and I got a little boy. He's a little bit over two now. And he's got a mean left-handed swing with a golf club and a bat. So my escape is just going to the house, getting in the basement or the backyard and, and just playing ball, man. That's awesome, bro. That's great. Especially now that it's going to start warming up. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's still April, so it could snow up there again, but hopefully soon it'll be warm enough to get out there and start having some real fun with it. That's right, man. No, that's uh cannot wait for the weather to break and we'll be able to get outside and um, everything will hold true there. We'll go home and play ball, uh, shoot a little basketball and just hang out with the family. No doubt, man. Well, Nelly, it's great to see you, man. I'm glad you're doing awesome and truly appreciate your time today, bud. Coach, man, always a pleasure. I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks for everything you do for our field and our game, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. We'll be in touch real soon, brother. Cheers. Thank you. Take care, coach.